What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Canine Performance Podcast episode where it is our mission to help you live the best possible life with your dog, guaranteed. I'm your host, Natalie Dopkins, and today's podcast topic is going to be on setting boundaries. Now, setting boundaries with your dog can be difficult. Setting boundaries with humans is difficult in general. Setting boundaries can be really hard to do, and it can be hard to do for a number of different reasons. Um, In the post today, it is Thursday, February 13th, if you want to go and check out the Instagram post that I am discussing more in-depth today, go ahead and check it out. But I referred to setting boundaries being difficult because of emotional illusions, and emotional illusions can occur from things such as um, emotions based off of other people's criticism from their comments and their opinions. They can also be formed from inaccurate education or knowledge that you hold. Um, But more often than not, when it comes to setting boundaries with our dogs, it is emotional illusions tied to unhealthy relationships that we create with our dog. And so how this normally manifests is seeing dogs for something that they are not. Some dogs fill the void that people have in their life. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people that say that they don't have children and so their dogs are their children. Um, They sometimes hold a status symbol for them. Um, It is how perhaps their owner sees themselves, how they uh, portray themselves to the public is through their dogs. There's a lot of unhealthy ways that we attach ourselves onto our dogs. And when we start to develop those sorts of unhealthy relationships with our dogs, a lot of the times the things that we need to do that are necessary for their health and well-being, we often get into this narrative of saying, oh, well, I wouldn't like X, Y, and Z. Therefore, my dog would not like X, Y, and Z. Um, And you see this a lot with crate training. I think that crate training is a very difficult one for people that have a hard time setting boundaries. Um, Often I find that people that have a hard time setting boundaries with their dogs have a hard time setting boundaries in other areas of their life for whatever reason. Um, I can say that I'm a person that fits into that group. Um, and a lot of the time I have to take a step back and recognize my dog for what they are. They're dogs and they intrinsically need things that are different than humans. They need a different way of life. They have a different way of thinking and processing information. They are not capable of highly complex, um, critical thinking skills or highly complex emotions like humans are. They cannot process the same type of information that we can. Um, And so that's the really difficult part is that, I mean, I guess we're just kind of too smart for our own good sometimes is kind of what it comes down to. Um, And sometimes that smartness just, it can get in our own way if we're not vigilant and thinking about our dogs the way that we need to be thinking about them. Um, and so not just with crate training, but also setting other boundaries, not having your dog in your bed 
or up on the furniture, giving free affection and food all the time. These are things that provide really easy access um, to our space and our attention from our dogs. And those things are highly rewarding. Uh, maybe it doesn't seem like it to you, but to your dogs, um, they're typically in a house all day. Um, they don't have the internet or the company of other people to gain that mental stimulation. You are your dog's entire world. And so having constant access to you and all of those highly rewarding things that they crave, it can really cause a lot of behavioral issues. And people fail to realize that and they really underestimate the power of setting those boundaries. Now, one of the things that I will say is that I like to use boundaries as an allergy test. You need to start with a good solid baseline. Remove everything from your quote-unquote diet um, and then slowly add things in uh, as soon as you see better behavior from your dog. And then once you start to see some behaviors uh, that you're not particularly fond of, you know how to get back to equilibrium. What was the last privilege that you added into your dog's life and know that that is something that they are not prepared to handle um, or perhaps they may never be able to handle it and that is a hard truth that a lot of owners need to come to is that for some dogs they are never going to be ready to handle that level of responsibility and for most dogs that is going to be out of the crate and I know that that can be heartbreaking to some. It is to me. I'll be 100% honest with you. I wish that I had dogs that I didn't have to think about crating every single time that I left and that they would be fine roaming about the house. But I do not have those types of dogs. In fact, I have dogs that if I do not have strict structure and boundaries within my house, I see behavioral issues popping up very, very quickly. So they need and they require owners that are vigilant in providing what they need. And so I'm going to show up in my dog's life in the ways that they need, even though I don't necessarily want to show up that way. There's no part of me that never wants to have my dog sleep in the room and up on the bed and not have to crate them, give them unlimited affection and snuggles and cuddles and kisses and have them up on the couch all the time, give them treats and goodies and all of that stuff. I want to be able to do those things and I can. I am just intentional with how I do it. And I need to recognize when I am overdoing it because it does lead to behavioral problems very quickly. So like I said, I do like to treat it like an allergy test, slowly adding things in um, and seeing what's a good balance for all parties. And when some of these privileges and freedoms can be added back in, my biggest recommendation is that for quite some time, having it permission-based so yeah, every once in a while, Atlas and Aurora can come up onto the bed, they can sleep outside of their crate, and you know they get access to certain things within our home. And in those times that I'm allowing them to be up on the bed with me, it is permission-based. But by default, they are not allowed to claim that area as their own. That is not their space. Their space is their crate, and so they need to be invited up into my space 
and have access to my attention and to my affection and to my personal space, um, that needs to come from permission from me. So that's what I recommend everyone to do. And, um, you know, it's important to know what sort of dog that you have. Um, sometimes I kind of think of dogs in regards to metabolism. Uh, there are some people out there that they can eat whatever they want. They don't have to go to the gym and they just naturally have a really fast metabolism. They, they don't need to be very strict and structured. And that would be the equivalent of dogs that don't need a lot of structure and they don't need a lot of boundaries. They can have all those freedoms and privileges and they're not going to have a lot of behavioral issues. Now, there are some people that need to go to the gym every day. It needs to have a very strict and structured workout. They need to have um, a game plan when it comes to nutrition. How are their macros? What are the different sorts of carbohydrates that they're eating? What types of protein? Should they be taking any supplements? And they really need to take a very um, defined look at everything that they're doing when in regards to health and fitness because they have a slower metabolism. And those are the types of dogs that I think of um, with the quote-unquote slower metabolism that they need that constant structure. They need that constant leadership and guidance, and they need a lot of boundaries. And so that's kind of the way that I think about those two types of dogs. Um, but like I said, it's important to know the type of dog that you have um, because at the end of the day, you want to be able to enjoy the short amount of time that you have with your dogs and live life to its fullest and be able to try and see if your dog can handle those freedoms and, um, you know, have those different sorts of responsibilities. So that's all that I have to talk about today when it comes to boundary setting and how difficult it can be, but why it is important. Um, if you want to check us out on Instagram, our handle is canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance. You can find us on Facebook under the same name. On YouTube, you can search Natalie Dobkins or also Canine Performance. Um, and then if you could do me a really huge favor, if you have been listening to these podcast episodes and you have enjoyed them or you have some suggestions, it would really help a lot to give us some feedback on some things that we can improve on. Or if you've just been enjoying it, it's really helpful to know that this has added value um, and good information into your life. So leaving us a review really does help us a lot. Um, I would really appreciate that. I know Matt would, and I'll also throw in Alice and Aurora as well. But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this podcast episode and we'll see you again next time.